Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. My name's Adam and I'm your host. Today I'm chatting to Julie Byrne. Julie is currently in her final year of a tennis scholarship in the States. Uh, We talk about how coronavirus has affected her tennis season. We also talk about how she got to this point on her tennis journey and her plans after college. Also, she attempts my first ever tennis quiz. Before we get into it, I hope you're all keeping well during these difficult times and managing to get some exercise in and stay a bit active as well as safe. So let's get into it. So Julie, uh, if you could be one animal, what animal would it be and why? Um, I think I'd like to be a dog. Um, especially during this quarantine I feel like dogs are getting a lot of attention uh, more attention than they're used to and also a lot of walks so yeah um, I think definitely during this time I'd I'd like to be a dog it's a a good time to be a dog exactly um yeah so I guess I want to go I guess we'll start off just a bit talking about uh, the current situation about um coronavirus and how that's affecting you and then we'll go on to kind of you know other tennis things um so I know you're um, you're in college in the states. So how has um, well, so you're, you're home in Ireland at the moment. So how has the last couple of weeks been? Um, to be honest, I've been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, we were kind of we were getting started into our season. Um, conference was just starting. I was the only senior on my team, so I was pretty motivated. Like personal goals for NCAA's um, and kind of leading our team to we were striving to win another Big Ten championship. And then we were actually supposed to go to Orlando. Um, I think it was Thursday. It was a Thursday four weeks ago. And mm. um, that afternoon we found out that NCAA was canceling all seasons. Uh, and basically our tennis season was just ended just like that over an email. Okay. So at that time I was like, oh no, like, I mean, tennis is over for me. I mean, college tennis <laughs> is over for me. That's it. Like, yeah. It was really heartbreaking, especially to find over like to find that out over email. It was just like it had kind of just been ripped apart really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, and I know we only had like three months left, but it was kind of like that's the prime time. Like we'd yeah. done all the fall individual, and you're really in the midst of like season and the most fun and intense time. So it was uh, it was really heartbreaking. And then and then that afternoon, actually, the NCAA came out with a statement, kind of saying you know, we're looking to give another year of eligibility for spring sports because that's what tennis is. Um, we okay. do compete during the year, but our main season is spring. Um, so they kind of gave that, which gave me like, okay, a bit of hope. Like maybe I will be able to get another year and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, and then, so I kind of, I went home thinking, okay, I'll probably be back, you know, probably get another year, which would be great. And then a few days before the NCAA had, NCAA had the meeting, I was kind of told, okay, Julie, you might need to bring your hopes down a little bit. It's not looking too good now because, I mean, as like Corona kind of unfolded, like it kind of became real, like, oh, wow, this is a big financial loss. Everyone's losing. Um, yeah. So it looked like maybe they wouldn't be able to give another year of eligibility to us. Um, and then on Monday night, Tuesday morning, I found out that they actually were. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was very really up and down. I was yeah, like, I'm yeah, done yeah. with tennis. I'm not done with tennis. I didn't know where. I didn't know what to do. Um, my graduation obviously was is is going to be online now. So it was okay. just like everything was just all over the place. Yeah. But now they've come out with saying, yeah, we will give you guys another eligibility, and 
another year of eligibility and luckily um, it's looking like Northwestern are going to provide me with that so I'll be back for a fifth year. Okay great yeah I guess it's it's in doubt even if you'll get back you know for the start of the next year. It, yeah definitely we, we, we don't wouldn't know. even yeah I wouldn't even be sure of that. Yeah. Um, so how has how has your life been then since you've been back in Ireland? Well, apart from that, <laughs> um, it's been pretty boring to be honest. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm trying to stay fit because I just think that doing fitness and doing a bit of tennis kind of keeps routine and keeps me sane. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we were sent over some uh, fitness things to do. So I've just I've actually picked up running a little bit. So okay. I hate running, but I'm trying <laughs> to just do something consistent every day and then. There's a wall opposite my house, so I'm actually been I've been sneaking over there to my old primary school and just hitting against the wall. Just okay. It's nice. It's nice mentally. So yeah, have the feeling of at least hitting the tennis ball. Yeah, just ticking away a little bit. You know, yeah. I'm not going to make any huge improvements right now, yeah. but yeah. just trying to keep keep it together. So when I do come back, it's not like oh god, you know. Yeah. Now the, the, the weird thing, obviously, about this is it is the same for pretty much everyone. It's not like you know a normal maybe injury layoff. It's literally everybody is is out. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be so weird when it does go back, isn't it? To see, yeah. see what what it's going to be like. Yeah, I think like, I mean, I'm sure everyone's kind of chipping away and like yeah, doing a little bit. But in general, just the the fact that everyone like and not just tennis, obviously, like yeah. all athletes are just completely sidelined and it's completely yeah. out of their control. It's just it's just kind of something I guess you have to accept and just go with it because everyone's in the same boat. And some people obviously have a little bit of more advantage with like facilities and home yeah. gyms and yeah. stuff, but in general, it's the competition is gone. So that's, that's kind of the main thing. Yeah. We just have to, to see what happens now and hope it, you know, as, as soon as possible, we can get back to some, some normality, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just want to go back to, you know, to, to tennis more in general Um, you, your, your kind of journey with tennis. Um, so going back to the start, how did you get into tennis and why did you choose tennis over other sports as you kind of got older? Um, I first got into tennis. I, I was playing loads of different sports. I was playing Gaelic. Uh, I think I played a bit of soccer at some point. Um, yeah. And then I was think I was oh, I did swimming and then I was I think I just signed up to one of those like uh, camps I don't know it might have been Kit Kat camps or something like that yeah, um, the park, parks tennis something like that parks tennis yeah oh, yeah, yeah along yeah. those lines um, yeah. in Monkstown uh, okay. and I think I, I I quite enjoyed it and I liked the people who I was with and I think Stephen O'Shea he was he's the coach he was the coach there and he still is the coach there mm. um, he's my coach growing up um he I think he was kind of okay like he told my mom oh, she's pretty good like maybe she should stick with it so I kind of I started there and then I progressed into Leinster and and then I went to Tennis Ireland and this was all I, I kept um, Gaelic football up at the same time okay so I was doing Gaelic uh, in Chemical Croaks and then tennis and I think it was when I was like 13 I was I was at I was in Tennis Ireland and I was like okay I gotta make the decision yeah. Um, you know, do I keep the team sport up or do I keep, um, or do I kind of just buy into tennis? And yeah, something about tennis had me hooked and I, I, I stopped Gaelic and I just went full, full tennis, full time yeah. from uh, first year to fifth year, really. Yeah. Um, so at that stage, how much uh, training were you doing and, and where? So I think when I was in first year to third year, I was full time uh, in DCU. So that's. Right. Uh, I think it was four till seven every day. Um, okay. 
so I finished school and I bust out to DCU with some some of, I think it was the Drummies and uh, the Dudleys as well and we'd all drive out there go out from four till seven and then one some one of our parents would drive us back um, so yeah that was that was that was a really like intense time for yeah to, it's just because it was so far away as well and we were in um, pr- uh, secondary school so yeah we were full-time there um, yeah. and then at the end of, of third year I was like okay well because you know my fourth year you can kind of be flexible with your schedule yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was like I'd like to go full-time um, and I'd been working a little bit with the Leinster squad in third year and that's when I met Stephen Nugent and I basically asked him like any chance you'd be my coach for fourth year and like go full time um, and we figured it out and we actually set up we had a really good setup going we were full time and this is when I, was, I then moved I was no longer in DCO and uh, to Westwood Clontarf and they let okay. us use their, they let us use the facilities the gym um, I was also a fitness coach so I was full time with him every morning like four hours a day I'd do fitness for an hour before I'd go with him three hours fitness after um, and I just get the dart in and out every day. And that was, that was probably the year that I improved the most. Um, yeah. Cause it was like, no, uh, not much, like academically it wasn't as yeah. intense. Yeah. And I was just, I was basically training like, um, as close to a pro I've ever been. Um, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, I made I, that year I improved loads. Um, and at that time I was like, you know, I think I want to go professional and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we, I think, I wasn't really ranked. I was maybe in the thousands, and then within like six months, I got it down. I got my ranking down to three, three fifty or something like that. So that was that was good for me um, to kind of get results because I always practiced really hard and trained really hard, and I found it hard to get results. So that was the year I finally kind of had a breakthrough myself, yeah. um, and started to get a real taste of like competition and competing really hard. So yeah. So at that stage, were you traveling around Europe playing playing events or, or even? Yeah, further? yeah, I was traveling a lot. Um, a lot of the ITFs in I think I went to Norway, Sweden, England. Um, yeah, we went to Hungary for a great two. I remember um, Malta, and then I won. I think I won an ITF in Latvia. That was a week. Uh, yeah, I traveled on my own that week. Um, so yeah, that was I was doing a lot of traveling. Yeah. Um, so then I guess when you were coming to 18, you were finishing up in secondary school, you were looking at your options and you went with college. Um, and why did you make that decision? How, how easy was that decision for you? Um, I think when I got to fifth and sixth year, it, college tennis was like really, it was like becoming a really high level. And it was because I think initially growing up, it was kind of like you go to college tennis, you're never going to go pro. Um, mm. And then it kind of started to change. I remember uh, seeing how well Sinead Lowen was doing and like she was making finals of NCAAs uh, and doing really well her freshman, sophomore yeah. year. And that was when I was okay. kind of really looking to go. So I was like, oh, maybe like this is actually a very good, a good setup for me because I knew that when I was in a structure that's like a lot of training, I improved loads. It's a lot of competing as well when you're in college tennis. And that's, I was kind of going off fourth year and thinking, okay, if I, can have that same sort of setup with academics as well you know I can really improve because I had a, I still had so much improvement uh, improvement to kind of go um, hmm. so 
then I started talking to the co to the coaches and I actually Dave Mullins. Um, I don't know. Do you know Dave Mullins? Um, I, I'd know. I'd know of Dave. Yeah. 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 So he was the coach in Oklahoma at the time. And obviously he's Irish. Yeah. Uh, great guy. Really good friends. He was good friends with Stephen at the time. Um, so I kind of started talking to him and he was saying how like, yeah, it's unbelievable for training, unbelievable for competing. And you also get a degree at the same time. So yeah. I was thinking actually maybe this is a great option. Um, and then I actually committed to Oklahoma where he was, but he then left to go home uh, for personal reasons. So it was kind of like a bit of a, a bit of a tough time. Cause I mean, I had a new coach and I bought in and stuff, but we didn't really gel that well. So okay. my freshman year was a little hard. Um, just like culturally and stuff as well, because Oklahoma's obviously in the South, it's very different to, to Dublin, you could say. <laughs> so um, I called him back and I was asking him, you know, what should I do and stuff like that. And luckily he had a connection to Northwestern. He actually was the assistant for my coach for a number of years before that. So he kind of okay. called my coach, Claire, and said any chance there's a space and there actually was by pure luck so right. that's how I kind of then moved into Northwestern and that's where the real improvement <laughs> started and that's where you've been ever since yeah that's where I've been um, since uh sophomore year so what um are, what are you studying and, and what and what year are you in I guess it's a bit great now but so you're, you're, you're in final year um yeah you were in final year and I guess you're gonna do final year again or yeah. are you, is it gonna be moving so um I'm I mean, currently now I'm still a senior. I'm doing my classes actually start up today um, oh, okay. for my last quarter. Um, and I'm studying my majors, communications, and my minors uh, in IMC certificate, which is marketing. Um, so it means that next year I'll, I'll graduate this year. And then next year when to stay, I'll be actually doing a master's. So that's right. what I'm kind of in the middle of now. I'm applying to master's. Uh, it has to be full time because I'm an international student, so okay. uh, applying to that so that I can play on the team next year. Balance being between studies and tennis over the last couple of years, and do you think that's going to be different next year with the masters, or will you be able to, you know, do it similarly? Um, I mean, I think that the the level obviously will be harder. Just doing a masters, it's a higher standard. Yeah. Um, but honestly, you kind of you get used to the demand of the schedule academically and. Um, with tennis so that yeah. doesn't really scare me that much it's just time management and understanding what you can and can't do with your with your schedule um, but it doesn't really scare me that much because I think I'd say junior year was most busy for me and maybe senior fall and uh, just with academics and stuff and you kind of you kind of get a feel of what you can do and what you can't do so um, it's definitely intense and demanding yeah but I'm kind of used to just understanding what to prioritize and you know what's your best tennis related memory from college uh oh i think there's two there's the personal one and then there's the team one um okay. the personal one was my sophomore year so um i mean i kind of felt like i was a freshman because there was a new team and new teammates and yeah and we had a really really good senior class that year they the three of them nearly won every match. So all we needed was another win okay. when we go out on game day. Um, Helps. <laughs> yeah. So we were playing Georgia Tech, I think, and they were maybe six in the country at the time. Right. And I was playing, I was number six at the time. And um, I think my one of the seniors, uh, the number one player was still on court and she was in a really tight third set against another really good player so it was kind of like we didn't know was she gonna win was she not gonna win just yeah. because the level was so high and it, it could have gone either way yeah um, and I was 
I was five two up in the third to clinch, so to clinch the win and to get us. Yeah. Uh, I mean, beating them would make us top top five in the country. Um, and yeah, I clinched against the girl. I was like five two up. I got super nervous. I lost a game like forty level up with two double faults, like something <laughs> I'd never I'd never felt those nerves before because I think it's because you're playing for yourself, but you're also playing for your team, which matters yeah. the most. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know. I felt like my whole body went like jelly that I've, like, I felt like I literally couldn't control my body. Um, but I somehow, I somehow broke at five, four and won the match. And then the team runs over and it's, yeah. it was just, it was a really nice personal moment for me and a team moment. Um, yeah. And then another really good memory is when we won the big 10 cha- championship that sophomore year as well. That year was probably one of the best years um, at Northwestern. So yeah, we won the big 10, we were undefeated. Um, and we came out, we, we had some really good wins that year. So just having the Big Ten title and having the ring and all that. So, yeah, that was another great memory. Yeah, so some, probably some, some things you'll never forget going forward. Um, what is the most important lesson you've learned? What you uh, most important lesson? Honestly, I think one thing that's been like make or break um, with teams is like the camaraderie and the bond you build with your teammates because if you have this great bond for each other you'll do anything for each other like you'll work hard you'll go the extra length and you'll fight that little bit harder in the hard matches so I think like I know tennis is a very individual sport but the the care that you have for your team like can really pull you through matches that you have no business winning and so just knowing how important that is and especially as a, like I was the only senior this year and just trying to kind of get that team camaraderie to try and get some wins um, yeah. because you just fight harder for each other at the end of the day. Um, so just understanding how important that actually is and how, like how it can be make or break basically. Yeah. Um, so at this point, what, what are your plans um, for after college? Um, I've kind of always said so I want to, like, a personal goal is uh, play NCAA singles and doubles, like, make the individual tournament. Um, okay. And then I said that I'd always kind of see how I'm playing after that. And if I think, if the drive is, if the drive is still there, um, then kind of give, give playing a go, basically. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't want to say I'm definitely going to go pro after college because I am, like, I do suffer a little bit with injuries and you know, there is the element of just being burned out. It's really demanding, especially yeah. this will be my fifth year. Um, it's really demanding um, just everything that's asked of you. So if, but if the drive is still there, which it is now, like I'm like, I could have the option right now to say, I don't want to take my fifth year and be done, yeah. but I, I'm yeah. still really into it. I'm really into competing, training, everything. So yeah. um, this time next year, I hope that I still, you know, I'm, I'm just as into it. And then, and then I will give it a go because I love competing and in the few tournaments I've played, I've actually done pretty well for myself. So yeah, I know it, it's, I know I, I kind of have part of it in me, either on the doubles court or the singles court. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's kind of playing it by ear, but working so that I, I, I am good enough if I decide to go. Yeah. Um, so if you were to give someone um, in Ireland advice, that's a, you know, a, a good junior, and um, would you would you advise uh, college uh, as a as a pretty good option? Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think one one of the re- uh, big reasons also is just like financially, like you don't have to pay to train. You know, when you come yeah. back here, you have to pay for everything, 
to pay for stringing, you have to pay for uh, accommodation, for example, or you have to pay pay your coaches. So by going to college, that eliminates all of that. Um, yeah. It's basically free. You get an education as well. And I mean, you can improve so much in college. I started freshman year playing number six um, and number three doubles. And now as a senior, I'm playing number one in singles and doubles. So yeah. like you've got so many hours in the day to improve as if you were playing pro. Um, so yeah, play, and then you also kind of find out, I think, in college if you are good enough to go pro, you know? You're competing all the time. If you're at the top level of college, then you're like, okay, yeah, maybe I do have a chance. And if you're kind of struggling a little bit, you've got four years to kind of figure it out. And by the end of that, if you don't, then maybe it, maybe it isn't for you. But it definitely has all the all the like the the setup for you to improve. So I think it's I think it's a really really good option, and you get a great degree out of it as well. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. You know, even if so, if tennis doesn't work out for you, you still have that to fall. You know, you have something yeah. completely untennis related to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the best place you've ever watched tennis? Ooh, um, I think uh, I went to Australia. That was pretty cool. Um, okay. I went with my team sophomore year as well. Um, we did a team trip to Australia and we got to go to Brisbane Open and see all the pros train um and then also we i think we saw who did we see might have been wozniaki i can't remember who it was um but yeah that was amazing i mean that trip itself was something else it was a training trip basically to australia with all my closest friends and we got to play we got to see amazing views um so yeah i remember sitting up sitting up it was so hot <laughs> and after a day of activities we went and watched some professional tennis players so that was a pretty good spot to watch yeah, tennis. yeah it, 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 it sounds good all right yeah um, what's the best place you ever played tennis then um i mean i got to do a trip to wimbledon so that was super fun um, right. yeah we, we played indoors which is a little different but kind of just seeing the club in flesh um yeah and seeing you know you see it on tv you see Federer and yeah. walking along that uh, kind of walkway before they play and we got to do all that um so that was pretty special um, um yeah have you been to wimbledon to watch before i haven't i haven't uh, um no i'd love to i bought my parents tickets a few years back nice. um, and they loved it so yeah. i'd love to go myself and just be a spectator yeah yeah, no, I, I actually had my flights and my hotel booked for, for, oh, this, no for, way. for this year. Yeah, for this year. It was, it was my, my, my first time, so it'll have oh, to wait. Brutal. <laughs> oh, brutal. Oh, that's terrible. Did you get the tickets refunded? or how um, Well, I mean, in terms of the actual the, the tickets for the tennis, I was going to go and queue up. and. and oh, okay, them. okay. But it's on the flights and hotel, I'll have to get sorted out for... Oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, um, yeah, so, so last summer in, in August, I, I was um, helping out at the, the Interpros in... Monkstown and you were obviously playing at that um so it was in in your home club obviously so how was that 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 weekend for you Uh, like how would that rank in 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 tennis memories um that was definitely up there um I think I wrote I wrote a little passage about it a few weeks ago for Tennis Ireland but um, yeah it was that was amazing because I'd been gone for so long like I hadn't been home since Christmas I remember okay and I was coming back and I made sure to book my flights that I'd make the interpro team because it's always uh, it's always such a kind of fun weekend. Um, and when I found out it was in Monkstown, I was like overjoyed. Um, uh, and we had a really strong team. Yeah. We had like, I think we had Simon and Oscar on the team and then mm. the girls as well was super strong. And, um, 
yeah, we, uh, I mean, the match against Corolla definitely is kind of the, was the great moment. It was like, yeah. I think I was a set down and maybe two nil down. And then um, Michael Nugent was the coach at the time. And he was like, come on, Jules, like you can do it. Just dig out like three games and the tide will turn. And um, I just kind of stuck with it. And, and then suddenly I started playing really well and finding my groove. And yeah. um, I had obviously my whole club of Monkstown behind me who I've yeah. known since, uh, that's where I started. So I've known them since I was five. Um, I had all of them. I had my family and my dad and my sister were there um, and then the team itself. And I, we had to, I think we had to beat Ulster to win it. Or yeah, I, if I, I remember, I, I think um, you had to draw maybe. And, and I think it, it, yeah. was, it was a big, I think that match, it was a, you know, it was a big one, I think for yeah, yeah. results, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember yeah. I went like 5-0 up on the third. And then she started swinging <laughs> and I, I had like maybe four match points. And to be fair, on all the points, she, she'd hit winners. So I, I mean, I was, I, I hadn't lost it just yet, but I was yeah, like, oh yeah. my God, this is getting a bit scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, winning that, winning that match was amazing. I remember coming off court and I actually cried for the first time. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, just kind of winning, winning for Leinster uh, and for the team. Cause we all really bought in to those like three days as a team. Um, yeah. And then winning at home, it was just yeah, that was a really special, special time. And hopefully, you know, we'll win the, we'll win it again this yeah. this summer. <laughs> you know, what I remember especially from that weekend was well, obviously it was in Leinster, you know, so Leinster kind of had the home support, but in, particularly in that match with Corolla, you know, it really felt that you know they were supporting you because you know people knew you as as well as just supporting the Leinster player. So that there, you know, there, yeah. there were both both elements in it, and it, you know, the, I remember it was a like an, a really good atmosphere like for you know for a small yeah. a small little area you know around that court but i remember it being um being really tense and especially towards the end obviously as yeah i know i remember i could like hear everyone gasp and yeah. like i could hear everything i cuz i'm a really like when i play like I'm, I'm zoned in but i also can hear everything around me i'm really aware of what's going on which is kind of one of my faults i think but yeah. Um, I knew, yeah, I could, I knew when I could, I, there's so many familiar faces that it was so hard to like focus just on the match. And, um, but yeah, no, it was, I had a lot of support for me, but then if the supports for me, it was for, for the team as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was a special moment. Yeah. That must've been one of, yeah, must've been really, really special. Um, yeah. so what's your favorite thing about, uh, tennis in general? Um, I think. I think the like just the competitiveness, um, how you're kind of you're you're always in it. Um, it's kind of a good thing. My coach always says it's a very forgiving sport. You can go forty love down, and you can still have a chance to come back. You know, we're not under yeah. time pressure. Um, so no matter kind of what situation you're in, there is always a chance. Um, it sounds kind of cliche, but <laughs> it's something that I've actually held on to and. In matches I've been this year, I, I remember I was a set and four one down against. Uh, a girl and I was like okay I've, I can just get one break here and then another break and then you know she starts thinking and everything like that and yeah. I end up winning the match so just yeah. I think how it is really never never over and how um just the sheer competition of it as well um yeah it's just it's it's really fun <laughs> yeah yeah um all right so that is uh, that's, that's really good so now I think we'll go on to the quiz if you're oh, if, if you're re if you're ready I'm ready. Um, if you're ready. So a couple of questions about the Bryan brothers who obviously had announced this would be their last year on tour. And now that's, mm -hmm. I guess, uh, a bit of doubt around that if they don't get to play anymore. Um, a yeah. couple of questions. So how many doubles Grand Slams have they won together? 
Oofed. Um, I'm gonna say eleven. Um, sixteen actually. Sixteen. Oh God, too eleven. Um, and have they have they won the same? Uh, a bit of a bonus question. Have they won the same amount as each other? No. Who's didn't one win with Jack Sock? Yeah, exactly. So yes, come on. I don't know which one. I don't yeah. know which one. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was Mike played with Sock a couple of. So he okay. actually is eight, he is eighteen. Mike then Bob. Has, oh wow, he's has okay. He got a couple more. Um, so how many doubles titles have they won overall? Oh, all titles. Sixteen Grand Slams, and then they've definitely won about forty ATP. So sixty, sixty-eight. <laughs> um, now you're 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 actually being hard. It's one hundred and nineteen. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh wow, I'm yeah, so far off. <laughs> yeah, you've done them a disservice there. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so here's one. I don't know. It's a bit of a tricky one, but which one's right-handed? Which one's left? Do you know? Uh, is Bob left-handed? Yeah, you got us. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, so a couple of Federer questions. Um, mm -hmm. what age will Federer turn on the final day of the Olympics next year? So his birthday is on the last day of of the Olympics. Um, or forty. Yeah, perfect. Forty. Yeah. Cool. Um, what year did he win his first Wimbledon title? First Wimbledon singles. Uh. Nine. Oh, no. Did he win in the nineties? No. Oh, two. Uh, oh, three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Close. Um, so, how many how many kids does he have? Uh, he's got four sets of twins, doesn't he? He's got four, um, and then is there? No, he's got two sets of twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. And can, can you name how many of them? No. Can you name? No. Oh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, his daughters um, who are nine, Ma Myla and Charlene, then his, uh, his, his boys, Lenny and Leo. Uh, okay. um, they're, yeah. they're five. Um, okay. okay, so how many French Open finals has Simona Halep played? Uh, two. Two. Uh, three. Three. Oh. Uh, how many she won? Uh, one. Yeah, she got one, yeah. That was yeah. Uh, 2018. Um, what year did Kerber win her first Grand Slam? Oh, was he Australian Open, wasn't it? Or was it Wimbledon? Um, I'm going to say 16. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Can you remember who she played? It was the Aussie Open. Can you remember who, was she the Aussie Open. Yeah, um, can you remember who she played in the final? She played Serena. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> no, I remember that match against Serena. Because um, I've never been a big um, Serena fan, and I remember... Um, in that match, because as it got really, because it was like six four in the third or something, so as it got mm -hmm. really close, um, you know, as Kerber was getting closer, I was, you know, I just wanted Kerber to win so much, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But then, you know, just the nerves building up, and then I'm thinking, even when you know, when she gets her first match point, like with Serena, <laughs> you know, you never think it's, you know, you never, it's obviously it's never over, especially with Serena. True. Um, so like all I'm thinking when Kerber gets her first match point is, oh no, now, now Serena will win having saved the match point. You know, it'd be even worse. For <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, no faith in Kerber. No, no, it's, it's the pessimist in me. But um, no, okay, you got that one. 2016. That's perfect. Um, so who is? Uh, two more questions. Who's the youngest player in the top ten for the men? This Uh, yeah, yeah. And what about the women? Uh, Saka. Uh, oh, Cannon. Andrieske. Andrieske. 
she's still in the top ten in a while. Um, yeah, she she must be just about. Um, yeah. Because she's been out injured for ages, hasn't she? Yeah. Um. All right. So that's that. Let me just see one. Uh, seven out of ten, I think. So well done. Pretty good. Go. Seventy percent. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, you'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So that's it. Just on the th thanks. Um, I'll wrap it up there. So thanks very much again for uh, giving up your time. Yeah, of course. Um, thanks for chat. having me. Um, I hope you're well. Obviously, you're starting that course today, so I hope that all goes well for you, and you can get back to the states uh, as soon as possible. Get back to tennis. Yeah. Um, I wish. Oh yeah. I just want to wish you the best for the rest of the the, the degree for your masters. Thank you very much. Um, any tennis related uh, things. So yeah, th thanks again. Um, Cheers. And there we have it. I really enjoyed this chat with Julie. I hope you found it interesting as well. Many thanks once again to Julie for giving up her time to talk to me. And thank you to you as well for listening. Uh, please do subscribe, leave a review if you enjoyed the episode and tell a friend as well. Until next time, stay safe. Goodbye.